I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. <laughs> Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man. I, I, I love it when I run up into people and they say that to me. They say, hey, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Then they wink at me. I know they're listening. You know, I got a lot off my chest yesterday. I wanted to clear some things up, and I, I appreciate y'all giving me a minute because sometimes, you know, you just got to say some things out loud. Not complaining, but hey, just verbalizing, but realizing that I got to keep going anyway. And that's my words this morning to you. That I want you to keep pushing no matter what happens. I want to share something with you that's important. That's very, very important. See, you have to give God something to bless. You know, if, if, if your prayer is asking for God's blessings, you got to give him something to work with now. You know, you, you, you got to show the spirit of appreciation or gratitude. You got to let him know that you're in it for the long haul. No matter what happens, don't turn around. You will never, ever see what the end could be If you turn around and go back, you'll never know what the end could have been had you stuck it out. You'll never know how good it could have gotten had you not just weathered the storm. That's the thing that gets most people. It get tough for them, it get hard for them, and then they let doubt set in, and then those doubts become facts. 
and the next thing you know, they give up. Had you not given up or had you given your best, what the results or outcome could have been? I look back on my life on so many occasions where in college I wasn't giving my best. And I flunked out. Now, it's easy to look at my life now and go, yeah, but look at you now. But back then, man, it cost me for so many years. That failing to finish, that not giving my all, it cost me a number of years. I wish I could say that it didn't mean nothing, that it was just a blimp on the radar screen. But at the time, it was major. And so you have a lot of decisions in your life that are happening now. You may be in your 20s, your late teens. You could be in your early 30s and it's happening. But guess what? You'll eventually get through it, provided one thing, you never give up. You never turn around and go back. Had I written myself off because of one failure, see, and this is where so many people go go wrong at too. You write yourself off after you failed at something. The one thing you thought you wanted to accomplish and you failed at it, now you write yourself off as a, as a failure. Now you go settle on into life and just see what, see what hand you get. Had, when I flunked out of college, had I written myself off as a failure, I wouldn't be here today. When I lost my carpet cleaning company, I would have written myself off as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I didn't become a diamond distributor in Amway or a direct distributor in Amway even, I would have written myself as a, as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I bought a distribution kit to become a distributor of, of uh, the Bohemian Diet and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure when I became an A.L. Williams distributor and I didn't make it. I would have written myself as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. Oh, I got a list for you. When I got laid off at Ford Motor Company, had I written myself as a failure, I wouldn't have made it. Do you need some more? Because I have a story filled with mishaps. I have a story Filled with failures. Couple of things now. The grace of God and his mercy, which is available to us all. See, that's the key, y'all. Because of his mercy. Because of his willingness to forgive. And to even understand why we do the things we do. In all of my shortcomings, failed marriages, I'm talking about, man, got it all wrong. Can't blame nobody else. It's just me. Steve ain't have it together at that point in life. I could have ridden myself as a failure the first time. I could have, I just could have gave up on it after the second one. And, and please know, this is an admission. This ain't bragging. So before you start in with me, understand what I'm saying. I'm pointing out in my life, a series of missteps and failures. But how I still get here today? Couple of things. God's grace and mercy is first. But that's the key that's for everybody. See, if it's God's willingness to forgive you and God's 
understanding of why we do what we do because he said we wasn't going to be perfect. So in all of your imperfections, your creator told you you would not be perfect. He said it to you. It's out there. I don't care which one of the books you read, it tells you that. So guess what? With that in mind, he has a grace that he has. It's like a grace period. It's like when you don't pay your insurance premium on the day that it's due, the next day they don't just cancel your insurance premium. They have a grace period because they ain't trying to stop this money from coming in. But when it comes to God, there's no money required. He just gives you the grace freely. It don't cost you nothing. So you got to tap into that, y'all. You got to get in touch with that because that's an important part to making it, understanding that his grace is available. So when you make a mistake, so when you fail at it, he has a loophole in the contract with him that allows you to make mistakes, that allows you to get it wrong, that allows you to fail time and time and time again. But if you never give up, if you keep getting up, if you keep trying, if you keep striving, if you keep making the effort to go forward and not go back, God has a blessing for you, and he has it in abundance for you, and God will give it to you at the right time. But you got to be ready. Oh, I want it to be successful, but if he had given it to me back then, I wouldn't have handled it correctly because I would have made some more mistakes along the way. So you make the mistakes to learn the lessons. Lord, man, God been good to me. I ain't gonna lie to you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I please, please have your undivided attention. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let me say something. This is 2020. I never envisioned in my life getting to 2020. I did not know it. I just thought it was so far away. That number seemed so big. Glory to God that we are all here in 2020. It's a new decade, baby. Steve Harvey Morning Show is open for business, bigger and better than ever. This morning show is going to a whole new level in 2020, and you are along for the ride. Going to be some changes. Going to be some dangerous stuff getting done on this show. Get ready, y'all. Here we go. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, happy new year, Woo! happy new decade. I'm fired Steve up and Harvey. funky. Yes, girl. I need a favor, <laughs> but I'll ask you later. I need a okay, favor. Okay, all, right, right, all right, all right, 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 right. Well, <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, Carla Pharrell. Hey, what's up, crew? Happy new year to my family. What's up, radio family? Let's do this. Missed you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Wonder Boy. Junior. Morning, everybody. 2020. I made it. New decade, new me. That's right, baby. What's up, Mom? Ain't nothing, pimp. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> out there in them streets. Come on, come on. Out Get there. Chemo free. Chemo free. You don't have boy. to ask me, did I have a good year come last on. year? Let what? him go. Jay Anthony Brown. Watch out there now. We're in the 2-2, baby. What's up, Steve Harvey? (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce a man who has yes, not, who has grown over the years, but who will not change in one area. One of the biggest fools Say I've it. ever met and refused to become unfoolish. Yes. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Committed to it. Has turned it actually into a career. Nephew Married Tommy. to it. Yeah, yeah, 2020, baby, what it do? <laughs> 2020. Wow. 2020. Vision. Man, Steve, oh my God. Last year? What? Last year, I was deep in chemo last year. Deep, deep, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. deep in it. Mm-hmm. Cancer free mm-hmm. in them streets, boy. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Won't he do it, Jay? Yes, he will. do it. Tommy, what'd you do, man? I worked, I hustled. I, I hit uh, Atlanta, I hit DC, I hit Chicago, I hit Philly. Me and oh. the boys, these radio boys right here, we hit Philly. I hit H Town, wrapped you? up New Year's Eve. You understand? So, yeah. yeah and I did it all without that sling on, baby. Took that sling off, ran out there, did it, tried to dance a little bit, mm. got my hand oh, right on back in that sling. I ain't never been to being out there. Listen, guys, (laughs) coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, um, we're going to welcome some of our brand new family members in this new year, new decade. We'll get an update on on finish getting update, I should say, on how everyone's holiday went and uh, some New Year's resolutions. You know, we got to do that all coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's a new year, 2020. All right, let's welcome our affiliates to the Steve Harvey Morning Show family. Let's kick it off with South Bend, Indiana, Steve Harvey. W-U-B-U, Mix 106. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's South Bend? South Bend, baby. Wow. Well, that's up there, Jay. That was close to where we met. Yeah, man. That's up in that area, boy. That's up right in that up area. There. We oh. met in Indiana. Me and sure Jay did. met in Indiana in 1986. <laughs> Not wow. <laughs> you sound like you're telling a folk story. <laughs> no, for real, dog. It's 2020. I met Jansen and Brown in Bloomington, Indiana in sure 1986. Did. Tell them the wow. name of the club, Jay. It, I, can't, it was, I don't remember, man. I can't remember yesterday. Nick's. Nick's, that's right. Nick's. Nick's Comedy Club. Nick's Comedy Club, yeah. What hotel oh, okay. would y'all staying at? Uh, the hotel. Red Roof. Now, I was in the Red Roof. Yeah. Homeboy had not checked in yet. Somebody told him <laughs> he had to stay with me. Well, I, I straightened that up real damn. That was a <laughs> I went to his room and knocked on the door. I went to the hotel desk. They said, sir, uh, you have a roommate. So that was my first road gig. I went up there and knocked on the door. He had sewing machines, TVs <laughs> on both beds. I actually didn't have room for him. That's what I, I, I knocked on the door. He came to it. He said, he said, little brother, what's happening? I said, my name's Steve Harvey. You J. Anthony Brown? He said, yeah. I said, he said, I said, I'm your roommate. He said, now, now, now you can't stay in here, bro. <laughs> I stood there with all my possessions in one bag. And I looked at him because I'm trying to figure out what he's talking about. Because I have no money to stay downstairs uh-huh. by myself. I came to make mm-hmm. this 75. I don't have money for this hotel. Mm-hmm. That boy told me, no, you're not staying here. I said, well, you know, I don't know who this old ass dude think he's talking to. 
Oh, in 86? He was older than me. I knew one thing, though. He was in the world of trouble because he didn't understand how hood I was in 86. I done had no money. I had no real, wasn't no internet. Ain't nobody going to know. Ain't nobody going to know we done fought. <laughs> he said, no, nah, brother, I don't do roommates. This ain't camp. I said, well, mm. bro, I'm sorry, man, wow. but I ain't got no money. I got to stay here. He said, I'm going to give you the money. But you got to get your own room. <laughs> they gave me. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they gave me $21. Yeah. The room was $21. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how much the room was. Real room 21? What? Back in the 80s, yeah. You do 20 yeah. or 25, 30. No, you don't 21. do 21. I mean, that was, a, that was an average amount. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, moving on. All right. <laughs> Today's fresh mix of R&B and old school, WJJXFM in, uh-oh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. The oh, Silk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got a story about that one, too. Hattiesburg, <laughs> Mississippi. I've been in three major fights in my comedy career. Two of them have been in the Silk. One of them was in Hattiesburg at a what? club called Bonnie and Clyde's. Mm-hmm. Yes, what? sir. Got in a fight with some soldier boys or somebody down there. I don't know who they how thought did, I was. How did that happen? Well, I was down there. Uh, <laughs> little, little, had a little, little Asian was. dude was yeah. with these white guys. Show mm-hmm. was over. I had done my show. I was about to go in the back and get paid. They said, man, you're a funny guy, man. Tell us they made a racial slur against this Asian kid. And I said, hey, oh. man, I don't do that. And little dude was standing there. He said, no, go ahead. He likes him. I said, no, man, that ain't what I do. You ain't going to tell us no jokes. I told the dude, I said, hey, man, you need some new friends. And then uh, one of them called me the N-word. Well, I tell you what, N-word, you ain't going to tell no jokes. You got any N jokes? Oh, yeah. 1986, showtime. Put the hands on it. Hey, dog. Showtime. Yeah. Without hesitation. I'm, I'm here for it. I have no money. I done drove to Hattiesburg. I'm to get $75. I'm whooping your ass, partner. <laughs> we knocked over a rack of uh, glasses. I go in there to get paid. They break the fight up. I go in there to get paid. Dude tell me I got to pay for the glasses. I said, bro, I can't do that, man. I, if you ask anybody. So he bought a bunch of witnesses in. Uh, a lot of, lot. Of, they was all white. They said, no, they you know, started it. The black guy was actually cool. He was nice because he didn't want to do a racial joke. And they got mad at him, pushed him. And then uh, they called him in where all hell broke loose. It was over after yeah. that. That explains the glasses. <laughs> so Hattiesburg, that was my Hattiesburg story. I ain't been back since. Right, well, that's uh, how we going to welcome Hattiesburg. That's yeah. 102 JKX. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Today's R&B in old school. And uh, then we have... Uh, KTCX FM in Beaumont, Texas. Beaumont, Beaumont Texas. I had a fight in Beaumont. My come fight on. was in Beaumont. <laughs> yeah, come on, boy. I'm a, I was working at the Beaumont Theater. Come on. I swear. And okay, I was having a bad show. A very bad show. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody yell out, N-word ain't funny. Well, I took offense to that. I uh-huh. wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, as you should. <laughs> as I should. 
and we started the fight in Beaumont, Texas, which is right up the street from where the Klan hang out or where Biter, Texas. In Biter, Texas, which is not far from yeah. that. So I had to fight yeah. and left real early. Anyway, that's over. That's my yeah. story from Beaumont, Texas. You drive the speed limit in Biter, buddy. You get on through there. That's what you do. You the old comedians just been all across the country just <laughs> kicking ass and fighting. <laughs> What y'all been doing? Yeah. Boy, I got the funniest thing to tell y'all when we come back about my grandson and my daughter at the store. Okay, okay. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. We look for that. All right, well, welcome our new family. Thank you. Woo-woo. Right. South Bend, welcome. Indiana, Hattiesburg, welcome Mississippi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And Beaumont, Texas. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Beaumont. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have All right. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about New Year's resolutions uh, when we come back. And uh, also church complaints and Deacon Def Jam and Reverend Motown coming up right after Mm. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news, including the latest on the situation in the Middle East that the president has gotten us into. Uh, Plus, in entertainment news, we'll tell you about today's big premiere of Steve's brand new talk show. It is called Steve on Watch on Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> we'll talk about it, Steve. Girl. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, it's the first Monday. Of course, we're going to do church complaints coming up. But, Steve, you wanted to tell us a quick story you said about okay. your daughter and your grandson. BJ, Carly's uh-huh. son, my grandson, yes. BJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We we stop at a little store. Now, BJ go to a little school where they done taught him how to act in case strangers try to abduct dumped him or approach him. Yeah. And you're supposed to holler, help, help, mm-hmm. stranger, stranger danger. And mm-hmm. just at the top right. of your lungs. We get out the car. BJ, I'm walking ahead, finna open the door. Look, 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 gas station, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just stop to grab something right quick. BJ does something crazy. Carly said, boy, if you don't stop, I'm gonna beat your butt. This little fool at the top of his lungs. Oh, no. Help, help. <laughs> Somebody help me! I'm in danger! Somebody help me! I'm in danger! I turn around, I said, man, you little black, if you don't shut your black ass. Boy, all these white people looking, is he okay? Hey, the boy fine. <laughs> now you, you in trouble. Boy, he at the top of his lawn. I got in that oh car, God, I was dude. laughing so damn hard. This boy, she said, you I'm gonna beat your behind. Though. Uh-uh. Help! Help! Somebody help me! Boy, I said, this little ignorant ass boy right here. I love it. Cute, cute, cute. Is he funny, Steve, BJ? Yeah, he, B, BJ got a lot of energy, man. He, he's a little bit much yeah. for the rest of mm-hmm. them. He's, he's a lot for the rest of the grandkids. They don't know how to deal with him. He, <laughs> He's a lot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's so cute. All right, guys, it's time. Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam, <clears throat> Church Complaints, first Monday, 2020. Uh, mm. Ooh. We, um, uh, <clears throat> oh, 2020. <laughs> uh, a two, uh, oh, a two, oh. Bless it. Mm. Not only is it a new year, That's right. it's a new decade. Yes, it is. And now we finna see if things ain't changed a bit, though, 
over here at this mm. church of mine, they still tripping. Let us begin with the first year of church complaint all through the new year. Come on, Deacon. All right, Pastor. First of all, Happy New Year to you. Let me get down to business. Uh, the members are asking that you not ask them to turn to our neighbors uh, this year, in, at least until after flu season passes. All right? They don't want to turn to their neighbors and say anything because nobody wants to get sick. So they're asking you to do that. Can you understand? We uh, who, who is this that is passing this ruling? That was Sister uh, Robert, Roberta Dixon, if the one asked uh, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cicero don't want us uh, standing and touching each other. Mm. Huh? Well, flu season. It, yeah. Well, no, it's not flu season. It's because she's one of our larger members. And more people can mm. touch her because she's around. She's available for more hands. Really, Reverend? Really? And that's what her complaint really is. So we're going to ask her that in this new year that we have our new church weight reduction program that she signed up for. It's big news. Happy New Year. There's lots of memberships out there now. Planet Fitness, so forth and so on. All right. We just going to stop pound cake every day and just see how that work out. (laughs) Well, that's a start. No pound cake. Mm. Every well, let's day. get down. Here's something here, Pastor. Uh, Sister Loretta Bailey is walking around saying, New Year, New Me. She says she is a new person. And the tithing checks that she wrote to the church, they bounced last year. Mm. All right. She say that's the old her, and she shouldn't be held accountable. She bounced 17 checks last year. What? Well, we're going to have to write that that's off and allow her to be the new you. And hopefully the new her uh, will produce checks with sufficient funds. We don't have the manpower to run down this money from a person that done wrote 17 bad checks. We just don't have the church personnel. <laughs> okay. All right. That's so we're going to let it go. All right. If, if, if you want to. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm I'm almost positive. All right. <laughs> All right. It's <laughs> over a thousand dollars. That's why I asked you. Okay. How much? Moving along. <laughs> it's twelve hundred and thirty-two dollars. Is the amount of checks all added up together. Oh well, just keep record of it. If we start coming up short, we'll start running inquiries. All right, we'll do. All right. Uh Sister Clara, the uh, the cat lady, is complaining that the bereavement Uh-oh. ministry has not sent her a card uh, for the passing of her last two family members, Mr. Whiskers and Lady Kitty. Mm. She said the pets are her family, too, and she wants the bereavement ministry to uh, recognize. Mm. We don't do uh, dead pets here at the jail. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. Yeah. Just hear me say we, we are short of personnel. Last thing we got. We ain't got enough people to go around and visit the sick and shut in people. We sure ain't got enough to be sending cards out for cats. Now, if a cat got nine lives, let's sit around and wait. They might come back. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, Pastor, one of our deaf members, Brother Sherman Lattimo, uh, keeps signing 
the F you sign during the during your sermon, and the deaf ministry is upset what? about it and wants you to pick somebody else to do the job. What? I don't know why he keep doing that. Well, you know that goes back to an old thing between me and Deacon. Uh, I stole one of his girlfriends uh, thirty five years ago. Brother Sherman Latimer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, because I had more game than he he got. He, he, he can't talk, so. <laughs> I ended up sweet-talking her, and he couldn't, so that's what happened. But I forgive him for that. You know, I, I know what it is. I just let the Lord work it out. I only got several fingers from Deacon over the years. I just trying to play it off because I know what it's for. I know, I know exactly what it's for. And I ain't really mad at him because I understand. I, he told me that the whole time we meet me. I... At one time, he had actually words almost came out of his mouth. He was so mad. Mm-mm-mm. All I, right. I said, all right. I know. <laughs> Don't, what that Don't get mad, Carly. The deaf minister can't hear him. Don't worry about it. Yeah, oh. see, that ain't necessary. I, I know what he was trying to say that. I know exactly what he said. Well, thank you, Deacon. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. <laughs> For church complaints uh, coming up <laughs> at the top of the hour. Entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, today is the world premiere of Steve Harvey's brand new talk show. It's called Steve what? on Watch on Facebook. What? Steve is going to give us his take. Yes. Uh, Steve, why don't you ex- you explain what it's going to be? Nah, you well, give- you know, it's just a show. People, um, first of all. It's not just a show. Well, Come first on. of all, it's the first deal of, the, of its nature that Facebook has cut. Facebook Watch has mm-hmm. an unprecedented deal. They've never done a deal like this. I was the first. God has always been good to me in that regard. Uh, it's a blessing, you know. Um, it's a it's a really smartly done show. And since it's on Facebook, this is the way it works. It's a new episode every day. The episodes are extremely short. It's not like the full TV show where you mm-hmm. sit there. So all we do is create moments, show moments, and that's all we air are the highlights of the show's highlights and moments. That's it. Mm-hmm. Tune in tomorrow, new highlights, new show. None of that stuff I used to do, Steve's side deal, um, mm-hmm. what would you do for? The 100 mm-hmm. all that. No, you know, 100, 100, the monologue, the, the people yeah. I didn't know. The only celebrities that I interview on this show are mm-hmm. people I request and know. Those are the mm-hmm. only interviews I do. I don't interview anybody I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of motivational people. I did uh, Mark Cuban. I've done <laughs> crazy man, Mark Cuban, uh, Terry Brash. I did Rick Ross. I did the dudes uh, quality control that controlled the Amigos and uh, Cardi B, their management team. <laughs> Amigos. Yeah, well, I call them though, because uh, I think it's more inclusive of everybody. And right. I was against them calling themselves Amigos. When they should have been amigos. Therefore, you fix it for them. Right. Yeah, right. I'm fixing it for them. So when I Steve said it's the amigo, and then when black people said it's just amigos, you know, my kids right. been trying to tell me that the whole time they was on show. It's the dad. It's uh, it's amigos. Yeah, what I said. But they they not. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. So I'm coming, well, man. You're gonna see some really really good. Mm-hmm. Guest, and then the advice is what I focused on here. Just a lot of great advice and stuff like that. So I'm back. Uh, God is good. 
And I'll oh, tell yeah. you all off the air the particulars of it. All right. Steve oh, cool. on Watch on cool. Facebook. Check it out. Tomorrow, congratulations, congratulations. Uh, in order for you again, Steve. The blessings just keep on coming. They just keep coming. Yeah. Yes, they do. And you know it's 2020. <laughs> because God is in control. What someone does for you mm-hmm. that's intent for harm and no good, they have no idea how God makes it works in his plan. And if and if I had not if I had still been on regular TV, as it was, the opportunities that's in my in front of me today would not even have a chance to exist. So I learned a very very valuable lesson in this: when a door closes, walk up the hall, oh, walk yeah. up the hall, mm-hmm. because trust me, as long as you have faith, there are more doors. Yeah, hey, you're stuck in that little rotary life. door, yeah. and you keep going around and around in circles. Right. So get yeah. out of that. Yeah, you know. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> but that's what happened, though. If you got your faith in man, if you got your faith in man, that's what happened. You keep thinking ain't no out. Jay act like he had a hotel, though, at the, at the in the lobby somewhere. You know, just keep going around and around. Revolving doors. Yeah, he don't. He just he just talking. Go ahead. Honey. He's not talking about that, though, Jay. You breaking it we down. Come on, that Steve. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Time to click uh... over. You got him on the phone the whole time. <laughs> time to get caught up on today's headlines, Steve. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. And. Nice to speak to you guys. New year. Okay, this is Andrew with the news. Iraq's parliament, let's get to the seriousness, has voted to expel the U.S. military forces in its country. That vote, of course, following the Trump administration's drone strike in Baghdad on Friday that killed Iran's top military and intelligence commander, Qasem Soleimani, as well as a senior Iraqi paramilitary leader. Now, General Soleimani's daughter says she wants her father's death avenged. Iraqi Prime Minister Dahala Dumadi said that the president, President Trump, had called him and asked for his help in mediating with Iran after the U.S. embassy in Iran was attacked by Iranian-backed militias. But then he says the Trump administration launched a deadly drone attack. President Trump says he ordered the strike because the general was planning an attack on U.S. diplomats and personnel. Trump supporters feel he did what he had to do. Trump tweets that if Iran strikes Americans or American assets, that the administration's targeted 52 Iranian sites, some very important to Persian and Iraqi culture. However, critics say that action would violate the War Powers Act, in other words, be an act of war. Lebanon's Hezbollah leader, Hassan Nezrallah, meanwhile claiming that the president has ordered the strike to suit his own needs. Nezrallah, an ally of the Persian government, insists that Trump ordered the hit to boost his re-election bid. Trump critics point out that private citizen Trump once accused his predecessor, Barack Obama, on NBC of the very same thing. I believe that he will attack Iran sometime prior to the election because he thinks that's the only way he can get elected. Isn't it pathetic? However, Trump is defending his actions in the Middle East. Now young people are wondering on social media if they might be drafted if the current situation turns into a full-fledged war. The term World War III has been trending a lot. The website for the selective service system crashed the other day because of the extremely high traffic volume. So here's the fact. The U.S. has no actual draft, folks. Okay, young men between the ages of 18 and 25 are asked to sign up, but they were first drafted for the Civil War. It was used since, like, the Vietnam up until the Vietnam War, but there has been no military draft since 1973. It was officially abolished. Modern-day U.S. military is all volunteer. To change that, the Congress would have to pass a law, and the president would have to sign it. 
At the movie Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker topped the box office for the third weekend in a row, earning close to $1 billion in the international box office. And Power was back. And, of course, the big, big thing with Power was who shot Ghost. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Guys, don't forget, we still want to keep our soldiers in prayer. Uh, as we know, more U.S. troops are being deployed to the Middle oh, East yeah. after threats from the Iranian government of harsh revenge for the killing of Iranian com- commander uh, Qasem Soleimani. Uh, there is a viral video of a soldier on social media asking people of his generation for prayers and to try to stop posting jokes jokes and memes about this potential war. Take a listen. Hey, man, we un- I understand that. I, I'm, I'm in a goof generation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, a lot of y'all post hilarious or whatever. But I gotta understand, man. Somebody like me had been out here since November. In the middle of this I mean, if y'all damn post those memes and stuff, y'all can sit there and post a good little meme about being positive for us or damn praying for us or some man. Come on, man. Like, my generation gotta tighten up sometime. It's like, bro, we really going through these and a lot of us, bro, we really not coming back. So, like, a prayer or a simple good look, that can help. I mean, y'all, y'all can post that too, you feel me? You know, you gotta be something funny about this And to the four brand soldiers coming out here, man, hey, man, I, I salute y'all, man. I'm going to be here for y'all. I'm going to be here with y'all. That's wow. real talk, man. See, yeah. see that's real somebody real that's really yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's sitting yeah. up in there going, but that's social media. You know, there's such a playground for simplicity and the devil that there are, what he's requesting is just some positivity to go out about it. It's people, this is real life for these people. These soldiers, man, are facing a real life and death situation here. This would be war. This is not a game. People yeah. die in war. Like that bro said, some people some people ain't coming back home. Man, yeah, this is real, man. We'll true. stop all this joking and playing about this, man, because this is real for these young people over here. This is real yeah. for all these people. This is real for the families that's left. We need the president to take the same damn attitude and be a little more light in, in his approach of talking to foreign countries. Cause you know something, They don't man. fight the oh, way Jay. we fight, man. They just yeah, don't. That's yeah. exactly right. But what we're doing is we're asking a man to act presidential who doesn't know how. Has no idea. Clueless. But I'm really afraid for that situation because his reaction could be quite adverse to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As it is Mm -hmm. to a simple, if you just talk about him on Saturday Night Live. Now, you can't come put a bounty on our president's head. That can't happen. But when you do it, I'm very afraid, afraid for our military of what the response could be. Yeah, we want to say thank you to all of the military branches for your service. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are praying for you. And let's pray for peace. Yes. Yes, There we go. Peace. Yeah, coming up at 34 after the hour, guys, uh, J. Anthony Brown uh, will switch gears here and uh, tell us what you say you're going to do for the new year versus what you're really going to do for the new year. All right, Jay. (laughs) We'll get into that when we get back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, your man, your boy mm-hmm. that you met in 1986, as you told us earlier. The rules was $21, baby. 
J. Anthony Brown. And I didn't have it. You're not staying here, though. <laughs> Junior and Tommy, all you guys are here for what you say. Uh, what you say you're gonna do. You you tell them, Jay. What you say you're well, gonna he, do for you New know, Year. Well, you know, everybody mm-hmm. running about this time. People make plans. Oh, I'm gonna do this. It's gonna be a new year. I'm gonna start off mm-hmm. fresh. Yeah, but I got yeah. it right here. What you say you're gonna do, and uh, what you really mm-hmm. gonna do. Now you okay. say you gonna go to the mm-hmm. gym and work out. But what you going to do is join the membership, go one day with your big ass, and then you're going to complain that the machines is nasty, and you ain't going back. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're really going to do. That's what you're really going to do. You say you're going to save some money this year. That's what you say you're going to do. I'm saving money. You done saved about 500 As soon as that sale come around, it's all gone. That's what you say you're going to do. But what you're really going to do, you say you're going to be nicer to your mother-in-law. You're going to call on the phone, trying to be nice. You're going to figure about three minutes into this damn conversation, it ain't worth talking to her ass at all. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> what you say you're going to do and what you're going to do, ladies, you say it every year. I'm getting rid of him. He's mm-hmm. useless. He ain't no good. Yeah. He ain't doing nothing but taking mm-hmm. me down, and I'm going to be about me this year. But what you're going to do is let him hit it one more time, and then you're going to break it off. That's what you're going to oh, do. Shut wow. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Yeah. One more hit is good, though. You're going to let, let him hit it one Quiet more time. Quiet time. One more good one. Well, that's what you're really going to do? That's what you're really going to do? You say, I'm going to stop smoking that stuff. I ain't smoking no more because it ain't good for you. But you're going to look at that big stash you got over there and say, well, I got to clean that up. I got to get rid of all of that. Yeah. yeah. No use letting that go to waste. Jay, I got one. You got one? Let me hear no, what you say you're going to do and what you're you, going to do. You make your New Year's resolution that uh, you ain't going to cuss no more. Uh, you tell it to your best friend. Hey, man, I ain't going to cuss no more. He said, well, your fat ass should have said you was going to lose some weight instead. Man, f- you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just fire off right there. Yeah. Well, we got to fire up. Man, you yeah. kiss my, you kiss all of us. That's yeah. what you really going to do. Here we that's go. Really 2020. Yeah, that's our resolution <laughs> over with as soon as you <laughs> made it. As soon, yeah. as, soon as he says yeah. something about your weight, yeah, you that's it. it yeah. lose some weight. What you Damn. can do is kiss my, f- you know what. Right, <laughs> fire right off back at yeah. it. Yeah. Now uh, that go. <laughs> Oh, you say you're going to spend more time with your grandkids because you love mm-hmm. them. You don't get to see them much. They're going to come over there one day. You're going to figure out it's just better to send their ass $5 in a card and call it a damn day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need them over here at all. Yeah. And Jay. last but not least, oh, you say, I'm going to read the Bible more. Come on, get boy. Get closer to God. Because I need him in my life. Always but then you're going to figure out, Joel Osteen come on in the morning, and I got this. <laughs> I got to read a damn thing. This That's what you say you're going to do and what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I am That's what you do. Says I am. <laughs> That's it. I love that, Tommy. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, Jay, how about this, Jay? You got one? You got one? I ain't eating pork no more. Yes, I yes. gave it up pork every year. I'm giving it up right after first. I ain't going to have it. Uh-huh. January 1st. 
sausage, bacon, <laughs> ham, all on the same plate with eggs, grits. You wasn't going to give up no pork. That's what you really going to do and eat some more pork. Last one. You, got one, one. Right. you yeah. decided that you gonna pay your tithes this year. Mm-hmm. I'm uh-huh. paying all my tithes this year. Next Sunday, pastor pull up in the new ride. I'm not helping him make payments on no <laughs> new car. Right, That's what I'm uh-huh. not going it's to do. It's gonna start with, oh hell no, I'm oh, not getting oh, money this oh, damn that, Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Mm-mm. All right, guys, thank you so much. Coming All up right. next, the nephew in the building with the prank <laughs> phone call for today, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. I got a good one for you. The subject is Ooh. New Year, New Life. Mm. New year, new life. But right now, nephew in the building for the very first time in 2020 with this prank phone call. What you got, Neff? New year, mm-hmm. new Tommy. Oh, 2020, okay. brand spanking wow. new prank call. This is wow. Johnson's Freedom Call. Johnson's. You play too much. Freedom Call. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Johnson's uh-uh. Freedom Call. Idiot. Let's go, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Franklin Franklin Johnson, please. Uh, yeah, this is him. Franklin, uh, how you doing today? My name is uh, my name is Kyle, Kyle Green. I'm with the uh, uh, Immigration Department of the state of uh, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, how could I help you? Uh, you, were, you were born and raised in Tennessee, am I correct? Yeah, born and raised in Tennessee. Okay, now... Uh, do you do you still live in in the Tennessee area now, or are you in a different state? I'm right in Memphis, still here. All my family, all the Johnsons, he's still here, living good. Okay, all right. So here's what's going on. Um, it's been brought to our attention here at the immigration that anyone in the state of Tennessee who has the last name of Johnson, um, I, and I don't even know how to break this to you or tell this to you, but. It's been brought to our attention here at the immigration that anyone in the state of Tennessee, last name Johnson, for some reason, and we're going to fix the problem, but for some reason they're saying no Johnsons are free. You know, like there's some clause or something and some paperwork or whatever, but what we need is we need all the Johnsons to come in by 6, by six o'clock today so we can try to take care of the problem. If not, if if all Johnsons that are not reported in by six will have to get picked up. Uh, I know this is a joke. Like we, we've been. I know this is a joke, baby. I'm free. What are you talking about? Like, well, uh, you calling me talking about? You talking about the Johnsons ain't free? What are you? What are you talking about? Since you saw Bumpy Johnson got for the all, everybody's attacking Johnsons now. Uh, no, sorry. This is this is the real. This is. I know this is a crazy to get a phone call like this, but like I say, it's, it's, we got some paperwork here. Everybody's scramming around trying to get to the bottom of this, but bottom line is we need all the Johnsons to come in because uh, right right now in the state of Tennessee, no person with the last name of Johnson is free right now. Hey, get the f*** out of here. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you black? Yeah, I'm black, but, but yeah, I, I'm black. Are, 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 are you free? Yeah, I'm free. So what are you talking about coming to me talking about since my last name Johnson, my family got to come down to immigration because we ain't free. 
Who the hell are you calling me talking about some crap like that, man? Okay, sir, the, the, the problem, we're going to fix the problem, but we need all Johnsons to come in. We're going to fix it. Who are you, the head, of, paper. Who are the head of the census or something? I, I'm, I'm sorry? Are you the head of the census? Oh, no, I'm not. Or something like that. Like, why are you calling me talking about Johnson? This, it, you are some Uncle Tom ass calling me talking about Johnson that we ain't free. And we got to come down and you, you threatening my family. I'm not threatening you. All right, like I said, my name is Kyle Green. I'm with immigration. I'm just trying to fix the problem. You know, so you're better than me because your name is Green. So y'all came no. down to the Johnsons. Sir, I'm not saying I'm better than you because my last name is Green. I'm saying we yes, have a are, problem. Kyle. You are so saying that, Kyle. Mr. Green, my name is Johnson. We come from a long line of Johnsons. And don't let me have the bumpy Johnson on you. Because you saw how he was cutting my throat. Don't play with me. Okay, sir. Can we... Uh, I want to help you and I want to help all the jobs, okay? You ain't helping Let's nobody get... but yourself, Mr. Green. You Uncle Tom. I saw y'all lights in Django. The house smoke. Okay. I bet you on them light-skinned, green-eyed, Terrence Howard-looking mo. Thank you. Those good heads. I'm black not, and ebony. I got a wide nose, and I'm proud to be black. And they're going to have your lights and ass for me. You're going to bring my, my family down there? You got some guy for nerve. It's all uh, this uh, tribalism amongst us. Uh, sir, can I expect you to come down to immigration at 6 like, before Kyle 6 sound like a light-skinned mother Kyle Green. Uh, that sound light-skinned. Uh, uh, sir. Can I get you to come down to immigration by nah, 6 o'clock? No, you cannot have me come there. I'm going to come down there with my god whole, whole bunch of Johnsons, and we're going to turn it up. Okay, so is, 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 is your wife's last name Johnson, too? Don't worry about what my wife's last name is. Don't try to set her up. Okay, is your, is your mother still living? Don't worry about my mama still living. You don't have to. I'm about to hang this guy phone up. You question me. You, you, you've done crossed the line, you light-skinned mother Okay, okay, sir. All I know is that, you know, we got to, we were trying to get as many Johnsons as we could to come in. Tommy, Tommy is the one that told us to call you, okay? Franklin, that's who told us to call you. Who? Tommy said you, you probably want to call Franklin Johnson and get him on the line because you know a lot of the other Johnsons and you can get them all to come in. That's what hey, Tommy no, said. What you think? I, you think I'm that motherfucker that's going to round up all the Johnsons? That's how they came over from Africa. It was one black motherfucker that got taken all of the boats talking about they was going on vacation, and they came all the way over here. I'm not rounding them no goddamn Johnson. And who the hell is Tommy? Tommy, man. Tommy said you would do it. Tommy said you would be cool with it. I don't know no goddamn Tommy. He sound like him too. Okay, do you know? Do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know that motherfucker? <laughs> oh. Shit. I got my blood pressure. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, man. Hey, Franklin. Yes. Hey, Franklin, take this out, man. Your boy J-Rob is the one that got me to prank phone call you, man. <laughs> oh, he ain't he ain't allowed over to the barbecue no more, man. Was he on whiskey? Was he, was he, was he drinking some of that whiskey when he called you, man? That I don't know what he was when I called him, bro, but... He wanted me to make so he Frank Franklin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
Oh, man. Hey, you got to tell me this right here, Franklin. Give it to me, baby. Franklin Johnson. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> What y'all think? Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. Right. You were going to get your butt kicked. Boy, I like it. Because, see, Tommy, you know what your problem is? You some green-eyed, light-skinned, Terrence Howard looking at Boy, that boy. Boy, boy that brother right there man, was mad. Man, Lucius Lyon. Yeah. Right. He was Tommy. He a lot of light-skinned friends, too. All his light-skinned friends going to be real mad at his ass. Yeah. See, and you, what you going to make me do is come up there and bumpy Johnson in your ass. <laughs> All of his references was TV shows. Oh, yes, man. Yes, yes. All his Let's history. go out to all the light skins out there, right? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, catch your boy Martin Luther King weekend. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm at the Comedy Ooh. Zone, baby. Charlotte, North Carolina. The nephew is coming to town. MLK weekend. Tickets on sale right now. Love it. All the Johnsons in North Carolina, come on out and see me. <laughs> <laughs> Only the free ones, though, right? <laughs> oh, Martin Luther King weekend. Yeah. Bring your papers. <laughs> you play it way too Boy, much. Really get crazy. your papers motorized. <laughs> oh. oh, get your papers so first. Crazy, so you <laughs> That's really crazy. Yeah. Uh, the nephew is back, baby. I'm in the studio. I'm back. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject, new year, new life, question mark. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it's a new year, 2020, and the Steve Harvey Morning Show family is growing. Uh, let's welcome South Bend, Indiana, WB. U-B-U-F-M, Mix 106, today's fresh mix of R&B and old school. Welcome. Nice. (laughs) Yes, yes. WJJXFM, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Steve, 102JJX. That's today's R&B and old school. I love it now, though. What? (laughs) What do you mean now? Mississippi now. (laughs) Great past is the past. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) finally, um... KTCXFM in Beaumont, Texas, Magic Bowl 25, the Golden Triangle's big station. Beaumont. Yeah. What's up, Kevin Alexander? Used to kick it in Beaumont. Beaumont. I-10, baby. Yes. Yeah. Got right. New members. Thank y'all. Yeah, that's great. We appreciate you. Yeah. Well, what we're going to do now is the strawberry letter. Listen, this is how we do it. If you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, all you have to do is submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. It's just that simple, okay? Um, And we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. Right here, right now. Love it when you pop. That's for you, Jay. (laughs) Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, new life. Subject, new year, new life. Question mark. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 
I am a 29-year-old man, and I've been married for seven years. My wife and I have two young children. I have cheated several times, but each time, it was just for a quick thrill. I started hanging out with a co-worker in February of 2019, and this was more than a quick thrill. I started developing real feelings for her shortly after we met, and I realized that she was a woman I'd always dreamed of. She made me want to be a better man, and I started eating healthier, going to the gym, mm. and I opened up to her emotionally. She allowed me to completely express my feelings to her without judgment. She showed me that it's okay for a man to be vulnerable and to feel overwhelmed at times. She brought a level of happiness to my life that I never had before. This time I was cheating emotionally because this woman and I had never had a sexual relationship. I told her I wanted to be with her and she told me that if I ever left my wife, I should do it because my marriage had truly run its course, not because I wanted to be with her. She suggested we take a break so I could focus more on my family. I haven't seen her in six months because she she has moved across the country, but I think about her every day. I constantly go back and forth mentally about ending my marriage to pursue a relationship with this woman. Uh, she made me a better man for my wife and my family, but I just don't have the same feelings for my wife. When I talk to the other woman, I feel so alive and happy. She has fallen in love with me too, but wants me to do what's best for me and my family. There are so many things to consider. It's a new year and I could have a fresh new start. But would it be selfish? Please help. Uh, come on. You know everything about this. What you're doing is wrong. You know that. Cheating for a quick thrill or emotional cheating, whatever. Uh, you're being disloyal to your wife, to your family, to your two precious young children. And guess what? This is how affairs start like this, okay? Uh, make no mistake. What you're doing is cheating foreplay. Uh, the, the only reason it, it's not going uh, all the way, or it hasn't gone all the way, I should say, is... Um, it's not because you haven't tried or because you don't want to. It, uh, you say in the letter that the lady says, said no um, because she wants you to focus on your family. And uh, she moved across. The, she moved far. So uh, you've tried. It just hasn't worked in your favor. Uh, that might not last because did you say in the letter that she's in love with you too? But she's still holding out, so hopefully she'll continue to hold out because I agree with her. You need to do what's best for your family. You're already doing what's best for you. I disagree with her on that part. You've been doing what's best for you and only you. That's why I can't even believe you fixed your pen to write these words. Do you think I'm being selfish? Is it selfish? You know you're being selfish. Look what you've done. I mean, you know, your wife doesn't know about it according to your letter. You haven't you haven't mentioned that she knows about it or anything. But I'm sure, you know, uh, she's feeling something with all the changes that you've done going to the gym and and eating healthier and all that your wife knows something i mean you're wrong for putting your family through all of this you really are and uh you need to get it together if you want this other woman then do it the right way and that would be to divorce this woman if this is who you truly want but i think you should concentrate on your family and I, yes i do think you're selfish steve well surely I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I'm going to 
try to understand where he coming from. Because I think I understand where he coming from. 29, been married seven years, two young children. You know, when you get married that young, man, whew, it's so much that you done missed out on, it's kind of hard not to try to get it back. It, ju- it just is difficult in real life. Now, he says he done cheated several times on his uh, wife and everything. Uh, but now he got this co-worker, and, and it's different. And he just started developing real feelings for this girl and realized that she was the woman that I'd always dreamed of. See, that's the problem we got, Shirley. Mm-hmm. And then he said she made me want to be a better man, and I started eating healthier, going to the gym. <laughs> And opened up to her emotionally. Dog, what? That's what threw me a little bit. (laughs) Oh, no. You should have been eating right. All right, Steve. We're going to have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, new year, new life, question mark. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, New Year, New Life. Well, the only recap is we got this 29-year-old man that's been married seven years, got a wife and two kids. He didn't cheated on her before, but this time he got a co-worker in February 2019 and is molding just a quick thrill. Now, they haven't even had sex, but they done met each other, and he realized that she's making him a better man, got him eating right, going to the gym, you know, and he's opened up to her emotionally. And then the woman, he says that he completely, ex- she allowed me to completely express my feelings to her without judgment. See, when you're in a relationship, you got in early, you've been married seven years, you got married when you was 22, so you missed out on a lot of stuff in life. That's what happens to young people when they get married or when they get in a committed relationship. They miss out on so much that they wind up, that they, they, they try to go back and recapture it, and that's what didn't happen to you. So you done had some affairs you shouldn't have had, and now you got another one. But now this woman a little bit different got you thinking this is the woman of your dreams, right? Then he says, she brought a level of happiness to my life that I never had before. God, dog. Now, Shirley, <laughs> I know you don't like this, but boy, there are people listening to this going, oh, God, I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you've never had before a level of happiness and this time he's cheating with this woman emotionally because the woman and I have never had a sexual relationship but he won't to though I told her I wanted to be with her and she told me if I ever left my wife I should do it because my marriage had truly run its course not because I wanted to be with her did you hear that advice right there she told him let's take a break so you can focus on my family I ain't seen her for six months because she's moved across the country I think about it every day. I constantly go back and forth mentally about ending my marriage to pursue a relationship with this woman. The woman just told you, mm-hmm. don't end your marriage. End your marriage because this run its course. Don't end your marriage to be with me. The woman don't want that. She kind of a smart girl. She ain't had sex with him. She know he's a good guy, but she's really trying to help his family out. She keeps giving him advice to make him a better husband, better family. Because then he turns around and he says... She made me a better man for my wife and my family. Well, see, bro, that was the purpose of meeting her. That was the purpose. You can't have everything now. Mm. Maybe mm. her meeting you 
was to bring you into a light about yourself to make you a better man for your wife and your family. But now you don't have the same feelings for your wife. And when I talk to the other woman, I feel so alive and happy. Now you say she done fell in love with you too, but want me to do what's best for me and my family. She trying to keep you at bay, dog. You're taking the gift that she gave you of being with your family and your wife, and you don't want that. You want her to. But she just told you, don't leave me. Don't leave your wife for me. Leave your family because it has run its course. And, bro, you, because you want her, you're trying to make it run its course. Now, you talking about this mm-hmm. two, 2020, 2020, New Year and all this here. So many things to consider. It's a new year, and I could have a fresh start. But would it be selfish? Please help. Okay, listen to the statement you made. You could get a fresh start. What's your kids going to do for fresh starts? What's your wife going to do for a fresh start? See, the only one getting a fresh start is you. Selfish. So, yes, it is selfish. And, yes, you have to do a lot of things in life that you don't want to. Now, dog, you could leave your wife and your kids for this other woman. But you're going to pay for that. Oh, you're going to pay for that. You're going to pay dearly for that, little brother. And you're only 29. Listen to me. You're going to pay for that. So now, if you want to pay for it, go ahead. But you ain't going to believe the price. Because it's high. The problem with sin, like I've always said, it costs you more than you want to pay and make you stay longer than you want to stay. Mm. The payment for sin, it just is just, (laughs) Jesus, Father God, help me. I've been alive six decades. All of them ain't been wonderful. So I have enough experience to tell you, partner, don't mess up a whole damn decade. Yeah, uh, I've messed up some decades, partner. You don't want a bad decade. It yeah, a, a bad decade is a long time. That's a long time. I've had six of them, and I've messed up a couple of decades. Listen to me. It's a long time. It is. Man. That's 20 years. <laughs> Stay home. Stay with your family. Make it work. Listen to the advice of that woman. Be better husband. Mm -hmm. Refresh and rekindle your relationship. You loved her before. Hell, hell, hell. (laughs) But when it's making hell, it just sure gets stale. Oh, I've been in hell too long. (laughs) All right. Listen, guys, post your comments (laughs) on today's Strawberry Letter, New Year, New Life, question mark, (laughs) at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast. Stay with your wife, dog. You can throw yourself into a decade of hell. (laughs) On demand. Uh, Coming up at 46 after the hour, Jay has murdered another hit. Uh, This one is dedicated uh, (laughs) to... To our beloved cat dog of the show, mm. the Dallas Cowboy fans mm. out there, okay? This is, this uh, is the best Christmas ever. <laughs> we're going to hear it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The NFL playoffs are set, and Junior is here to break it all down right after Jay Anthony Brown murders another hit for the Dallas Cowboys fans. Uh-oh, cat Uh-oh. dog. Come on, Jay. What's happening? 
Okay, everybody knows I don't know much about sports. I'm just on this earth to do one damn thing. What is that? Hate mm. The Dallas Cowboys. That's all I do. <laughs> wow, I don't know it. nothing about sports. I'm not gonna get into a sports argument. But when <laughs> this year when they lost and they didn't make the playoffs, and all my Dallas oh. Cowboy friends, I wrote something for you. It's oh. special. Here it go. Bad cat. Oh, you Dallas Cowboy fans. How about them cowboys? You didn't think I'd come back slow in the beginning of the year, did you? You need to shut up and sit down and bob your head and listen to the damn music because here it comes. Oh, the playoffs. They're playing without you. They're playing without you. They're playing without you. Yes, I do. You know I murder a hit. And now Dallas fans, the song might make you cry. Because they blew it. Why the Cowboys had it on? Eight games, that's why. Oh, yeah. The playoffs, they're playing without you. They're playing without you. They're playing without you. Yes, they are. The playoffs, they're playing without you. Get butt naked on your yacht, They're playing without you. They're playing without you. They're playing without you. I didn't say he finished. I know. Back that up. You're right. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. The playoffs, they're playing without you. They're playing without you. They're playing without you. Come on, y'all. The playoffs, they're playing without you. 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 Oh, the playoffs! They playing without you, playing without you, playing without you. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to tell you. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Well, let's talk. We'll talk about, about the sure. the playoffs. Yeah, we'll talk more about it. Playing without you. Play y'all. They tell you without. Boy, look. Take us out, cat. Oh, you damn cowboy fans. You didn't think I'd come back slow. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. So, uh, the playoffs. We can finish talking about that. The playoffs. They're playing without you. They're playing without you. Thank you, Philly. Before y'all left. There's a lot of teams oh, playing man. without. They're playing without. Oh, I can't man. believe New England gone. Yeah. I mean, what you mean? That's they they, they, they need to be set it up, Junior. Hey, junior. Okay, so who's Saints. playing? Let's go over it. Let's go over it, Junior. Who you got? All right, well, you know, we got the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs playing in Kansas City. Then we have the okay. Baltimore Ravens at the home. The Chiefs and who? The Houston Texans. Houston, baby. Yeah, oh, Houston. Well, yeah. Texans. Yeah. Nice run, fellas. Good. Yeah. Y'all did well, good hey, this year. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait
No, that's we good. Play. Yeah, but it, it'll be over with, though, after this. It's Cleveland. You know, I don't like that attitude. Well, you know, yeah. well, I'm from Cleveland. What attitude you want me to have? <laughs> you want me to be just overly happy? What, what you want me to be overly happy for y'all? I mean, just a little bit. Huh? We work with no, you every day. I, like I said, congratulations. I was pulling for y'all. I'm glad y'all won. Yeah. But and yeah, and and, Deshaun, and technically, I would love to see Texas win again. It's not not mm-hmm. in Kansas City though. <laughs> it's possible somebody from right. Texas. I really want Texas right. to win. Tell you the truth. Oh, but my heart ain't. I mean, yeah, I want Texas to win, but I my heart ain't in there. I got to go with what down. You know, this Kansas City man. Well, so where's your heart at with Kansas City? Cleveland is in the playoffs. At least one player, cause we keep seeing Baker Mayfield commercials. We still see them. <laughs> and dog, he does he the worst commercials. He got commercials. Dog, he does the worst commercials. <laughs> Ain't none of them funny. Well, that's just, yeah. those are commercials yeah. you need with a winning season. You can't be you can't do them cleaning up the house when you're losing. Cause that's all you yeah, think yeah. about yeah. is we didn't win this weekend. Hey, yeah, ain't nobody oh, at that... the house when you getting your ass yeah. whooped. So you can stop cleaning the house. That he showed true. up in the game like he showed up on commercials. We'd have some. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Well, well, we got the Tennessee Titans and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, who you, who you think got this game this weekend? Uh, come on, Tennessee Titans and the Ravens. I got to go with the Ravens, dog. Thank you. Thank okay, you. that was it. That's a bad boy, Yeah, he's a beast. That's a bad boy. I love him. Yeah. I love him. All right. Ooh, the Titans got a cold defense. I'm so glad they met. Thank you, Tennessee, man. Thank y'all, Nashville. Thank y'all for whooping yeah. the Patriots. Y'all made my weekend. Thank you. But, you know, it's Baltimore. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Here he comes. Same attitude. Uh-huh. All right, uh, over in the NFC, though, it's the Minnesota Vikings versus the San Francisco 49ers in San Fran. San Francisco, man, they're not going to be playing. Their defense is too much. They're going to lock them up. Since I don't know much about sports, I go with the team that had the best-looking uniforms, and that would be the 49ers to me. They have been my favorite favorite uniform the entire time. Yeah, they have. Mm. Okay, all right. Well, what happened well, in the, the Vikings, Vikings game and the Saints game? The, uh, the pass Saint. interference. Yeah, that was <laughs> offensive pass interference, what, and what, that should have got overturned. What about that? How about that? What about the interception? What yeah, yeah. What, what about what's pitches. Tasha doing right now, Carl? <laughs> well, he was walking number around one the Saints house yesterday with a Saints fan on with the hood on, and I asked him to take the Christmas tree down, and he said he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's in mourning. Gotta come down after Valentine's sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Some type of bright light in here. He said, I can't you. do anything <laughs> right now. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know. He couldn't you know even what? get a, yeah, he didn't. Give a damn about that Christmas tree, right? <laughs> yeah, let's do right. And, and Steve, and y'all know this is coming off last year when the Rams, you know, it's messed up. It's another bad call. Yeah. 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 No, seriously, yeah. man. It is another bad call. It's really too bad, man, because it's been three crazy things happened in a row. The touchdown with uh, Minnesota. Yeah, year before. Mm -hmm. Then that ridiculous call last year. And this was another bad call, man. And they have the right to overturn it. But if you look at that, man, that guy pushed off. Clearly, he pushed off. That dude's head went back. I mean, man, it stopped him from jumping. You gotta overturn that. All right. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at <laughs> 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. Hey, you know, Tosh! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so word has it uh, that President Trump will attend the National College Championship game in New Orleans. Uh, That would be Clemson versus LSU. That's going down uh, next Monday, January 13th in the Superdome. Louisiana votes for him, though. Yeah, they need some, he needs somebody platform right now, Tom. Okay. Yeah, I remember earlier this uh, this college football season, uh, Trump attended the LSU Alabama game that was him. in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah, I remember they booed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he thought because that was in Alabama, it's gonna be cool. He don't know football. Yeah. He know yeah. golf. He don't know football. And they lost that game too, and they asked him not to come back. <laughs> it was a bad luck <laughs> charm for them. Playing your behind down here no more. <laughs> But don't he have something to do besides go to that game? Oh, he just started hey, a big fight yeah, across the world. You know. Yeah. He never had a fight in his life. You don't turn your back on your no enemy. Fight you fight. He never been in the service at all. You know. No. He's no. So no. That's right, Jay. That's right. I don't like war. Tough I don't. Talk. I do not like no. war. War does not solve anything. Nothing. Nope. Too many lives get lost. Yeah, but people and the are other buying countries are that. Definitely you know. not with him at what he done. Well, you know, when you go to the UN and tell everybody to kiss your behind, you're not yeah. going to expect people to support you when you get into trouble. So they're just not. But, they could give a damn. But his mm-hmm. supporters, his constituents, they are with him no matter yeah, what. They're not war or peace. Right. It's be they are black with him. kids and Hispanic kids that yeah. go over there. It ain't going to be a lot of white kids go over there for that. So. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, today is the world premiere of Steve Harvey's brand new talk show. It's called Steve on Watch on Facebook. Steve is going to give us his take. Yes. Uh, Steve, why don't you you explain what it's going to be? Well, you know, it's just a show. People, um, first of all, it's not just a show. Well, Come first on. of all, it's the first deal of the of its nature that Facebook has cut. Facebook Watch has mm-hmm. an unprecedented deal. They've never done a deal like this. I was the first. God has always been good to me in that regard. Uh, it's a blessing, you know. Um, it's a it's a really smartly done show. And since it's on Facebook, this is the way it works. It's a new episode every day. The episodes are extremely short. It's not like the full TV show where you Mm -hmm. sit there. So all we do is create moments, show moments, and that's all we air are the highlights of the show's highlights and moments. That's it. Mm -hmm. Tune in tomorrow, new highlights, new show. None of that stuff I used to do, Steve's side deal, Mm -hmm. um, what would you do for... The 100 and all that. You know, 100, the monologue, the the people I didn't know. The only celebrities that I interview on this show are Mm -hmm. people I request and know. Those are the only interviews I do. I don't interview anybody I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I'm Mm -hmm. doing, I did a lot of motivational people. I did uh, Mark Cuban. I've done (laughs) crazy man, Mark Cuban. Uh, Terry Brash. I did Rick Ross. I did the dudes uh, quality control that control the Amigos and uh, Cardi B, their management team. Amigos. Yeah, well, I call them though. Because I think it's more inclusive of everybody. And I was against them calling themselves Amigos when they should have been Amigos. Therefore, you fix it for them. Right, Yeah, I'm fixing it for them. So when I Steve said it's the Amigo, and then when black people said it's just Amigos, you know, my kids been trying to tell me that the whole time they was on show. It's the dad. It's me. Yeah, what I said. 
Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm coming, well, man. You're going to see some really, really good mm-hmm. guests. And then the advice is what I focused on here. Just a lot of great advice and stuff like that. So now I'm back. Uh, God is good. And I'll oh, tell yeah. you all off the air the particulars of it. All right, Steve on Watch on Facebook. Check it out. Tomorrow, congratulations Congratulations. uh, in order for you again, Steve. The blessings just keep on coming. They just keep coming. Yes, they do. And it's 2020. Because God is in control. All right, uh, coming up, our last break of the day. and our last break of the day for the 2020. First I love show, that. Damn it. And our first closing <laughs> remarks of the brand new year. What is year. the cussing for? <laughs> I just feel like it just feels better. One more time, the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49. Something. One more time, Jay. It's the last break of the day, 2020. Damn it. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> It's new. It's a new decade. It's a new new decade. uh, We'll be back in 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. It was a great Monday. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, It was fun. First day back. Fun. First day back. First day back. They playing without you. You know who you are. You know, we don't need to go over this again. You know who you are. Playoffs. They playing without you. That's cool. Don't make us go over this again. Man. Jay, <laughs> I guess Jay, you ain't going to Dallas. <laughs> no, I ain't. All right. Because that's his sole purpose for living, he said. He's not really into football. Like the uptick is so Don't you dare book the improv in Dallas. Don't you hey, dare and, and do be- it. Before we get to Steve's closing remarks, we got to give a shout out to the, the great, the legend, Eddie Murphy. Oh, for uh, the great did. job that he did on great Saturday job. Night Live oh, when he Saturday hosted. Night yeah, Live. we got to give Eddie love. Oh, he did yeah. a great job. Yeah, it was <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. I love the house. That got some good yeah. memories, boy. Yeah. The monologue oh, he did. was great. All the skits were great. Gumby. Yeah. Gumby. Gumby. I love Gumby. 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 Buckwheat. Buckwheat yeah. was really Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. I loved yeah, he all, was the tinga ladies, all the tinga ladies. All the tinga ladies. That was Jones. Velvet Jones. Brought back Velvet Jones. In the meantime, all the times. Yeah. yeah. The Velvet beginning Jones. when all the boys came out. Chris oh, that was great. Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Tracy yeah. yeah. Tracy, yeah. that was That's really good. good point, really yeah. good. Yeah. You look at that uh, Netflix budget right here. Isn't ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right, Steve. Congratulations. You know, uh, this is a new year. This is a new decade. And I think for all of us, we get at this point of these these new years and we started making uh, what we call resolutions. And we start talking about the year to come. But this year right in here can be quite different for you. It really can. If you make just a small, a few tweaks into your mental approach to 2020, you can, if you haven't already, you can begin to live the life of your dreams. You can at least get pointed in that right direction. That is available to all of us because all of us have the power of choice. You get to decide. So let's talk about a couple of things. First of all, when you get a new year, a new decade, a new opportunity, it's filled with hope. Man, this is gonna be my year. How many of us have said that already? Man, this is going to be my year, which is the way to look at it. 
Then you look at the promise of a new year. Man, this is the year when things are going to turn around. I'm going to get it together. Then you look at this year with anticipation. Man, I'm really looking forward to to going at this this way, man. This is going to be great. The anticipation. But here's two things that you need to adjust. I'm going to give you two quick things that you have to do that can change the outcome in 2020. First of all, instead of hoping, instead of anticipating, instead of wishing, instead of sitting there dreaming, I want you to do nothing wrong with any of those, but I want you to think of one more thing to add to this. Commitment. 2020 can be different if you commit to it. Commitment. You're all in all. Your vested interest. 110% effort. Stick-to-itiveness. Determination commitment. You have got to be committed. The second piece that I want to give you is this piece right here. Instead of hoping, looking for the promise, sitting in just anticipation, change that slightly and live your life after you commit to whatever it is you want. Live your life in expectation. Go into 2020 committed to the things you want to do. And I mean commit. When you commit to something, that means you all in. When you commit to something, you mean it, it, there is no option. It has to happen. Get committed. And after you commit to whatever it is you want, here is the thing. Live your life in expectation of those things. So once you commit... Now, let me explain something a little bit about commitment. Commitment comes along with some things. Commitment comes along with faith. Commitment comes along with a work ethic that's really, really hard to, 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 to even stop. See, when you, when you have work ethic, you want people to go, oh, my God, this guy is really determined here. And you know why? Because he's committed. Oh, my God, this person has a lot of faith in this ideas that he's working on. That's his commitment. His faith is his commitment, and his work ethic is his commitment. Faith without works is dead. Those two things put into the commitment equation is what commitment is. Commitment is faith, and commitment is work ethic. You need the two of those. You have to have the two of those. You can't just hope and live in anticipation and promise and dreams. You got to put some faith and work behind it. That's the commitment you need for 2020. And after you commit to it, fully commit to it, all in in 2020, massive effort to guess what? You got to live your life in expectation. I expect this to happen. Anything else is unacceptable. As long as it's within the will of God, you cannot miss. You cannot miss. I'm telling you, commitment and expectation. Add those two things to whatever your resolution is, whatever your hopes, aspirations, dreams, or promises of for 2020. Add commitment and expectation. You change the game. You change the game. Those are my closing remarks today. Let's go get it in 2020, y'all.
That's right. Appreciate Drop it, that mic, good. baby. Drop it. This will there be the go. greatest year of your life if you commit to it and live your life in expectation. We'll mm-hmm. see you tomorrow. Bye. Have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 